Are you ready for this one? We're going to talk about how to make a lot of money as a copywriter. Now, when I got started in freelance copywriting, when I went off, uh, when I quit my full-time job, went off and I started working with direct response clients, my basic project was I would write a sales letter and order form the supporting copy and I would get paid about $2,000 per project plus royalties. Royalties are awesome, <laughs> um, but I would get paid $2,000 per project plus royalties. Now, for some people, I know that that feels like a big high ticket copywriting offer, right? Uh, but within a few years, I was able to increase my income. Actually, like the first year, I was able to increase my income to 4,000 per project. And then shortly after it was 5,000 per project and then 10,000. And I think I might've had a couple projects in there at about 15,000. And then in under 10 years, I was able to hit $20,000 per project plus royalties. And it's because I really focused on how do I generate um, how do I create a high ticket offer for my copywriting services? And I'm going to go deep into this topic today. We're going to hit a lot of ideas really quickly, but I hope that it is useful for you, that it gives you some actionable items that you can take away so that you can get paid more, land better clients and enjoy more success as a high ticket copywriter. So Let's start off with eight reasons why. I got, I got lots of lists here. Eight reasons why every copywriter needs a high ticket offer. Reason number one, higher income. I'm sure that you want higher income for roughly the same amount of work. Well, if you have a high ticket offer, you're gonna end up with higher income. It's just how it works, right? It's kind of in the definition. Number two is better focus. When you are not running on a treadmill, trying to keep up with your financial needs by doing one low ticket job, one low ticket gig after another for one low ticket client after another, you're actually able to focus in on the client, on the work and have better focus and write better copy, create better marketing for them. Number three, you attract ideal clients. Here's a little secret. People with money expect to pay more and people with money tend to be um, more successful. And uh, when you focus that on businesses, right, the businesses that can afford high ticket copywriters tend to be better. They tend to be able to use your copy in better ways. They tend to be able to generate bigger results with your copy. The same copy in the hands of a better marketer will generate bigger results and that better marketer can afford to pay copywriters more. Number four, increase perceived value. Charging more, you're perceived to be worth more. Charging more, you're perceived to be worth more. Now, that same copywriter, like I said in the last bullet point, right? The same copywriter uh, with their copy in the hands of a great marketer versus a mediocre marketer, that copy is going to be worth more, right? And so it's going to generate better results. It's actually going to be more valuable, but it all goes back to the offer in the first place. If you have the high ticket offer, you're perceived to have a higher value. Better work-life balance. If you're getting paid more for the same amount of work, you don't have to work as much, you don't have to be as stressed out, you're not running on that treadmill, and so your work-life balance is, is better. Like you're able to uh, you know, focus more on the clients that are paying you more and not, like, okay, so when I got started as a full-time freelance copywriter, I basically made the commitment that I was gonna be available on a regular, like 
weekly, almost daily basis to either take my kids to school, pick them up from school. My wife and I split schedules in a way where it's not every day, but I'm picking them up from school a lot of days. I'm taking them to school a lot of days. And I just have that lifestyle flexibility. Um, let's see. Next up is enhanced reputation. When you charge high ticket prices for your high ticket offer, for high ticket clients, you tend to have a better reputation. The Working with the best clients who are naturally prone to hire high ticket copywriters, well, it just increases your reputation and you get great testimonials from great clients, all of that, right? There is less competition at the top. It's less crowded at the top. Um, We'll talk about some downsides to that as well, but there is less competition at the top. So when you are competing against the best, the reality is that there's not a lot of people up there. There's not a lot of people that charge the high ticket prices and you're not competing against the, the low ticket offers, right? You're not competing against everybody who's just entering the field, who's who's willing to do any work for low money and is perceived as being a low ticket copywriter. There's also some emotional satisfaction in getting paid well for your work that's worth underlining here. When you get paid well, like when you experience that success, then you you just feel a sense of like, you feel proud of your work and proud of yourself. All right, so seven challenges and roadblocks that you're likely to run into as you're aiming for high ticket copywriting success here. Number one, justifying the price, justifying the price. I don't know if my copywriting is worth 2,000 or 4,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 or 15 or 20 or $50,000 or whatever it is, right? Like I'm, I'm afraid of that. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. It's, you know, um, the client will decide if it is worth it to them and clients who don't need a $20,000 fee for a good copywriter justified to them for the type of work that you're doing are going to be the type of clients who happily pay $20,000 for that work, right? Or 50,000 or a hundred thousand or whatever, right? So, um, to some degree, justifying the price is something that you shouldn't have to do because if you have to justify the price, it's not the right client, right? And so you're going to quote your fee and you're going to keep a straight face and you're not going to act all panicked and you're not going to sweat bullets. And um, if the value is there, if the skill is there, we'll talk about all that stuff in just a second then there's no need to justify your price, but it is a challenge in roadblock that a lot of people experience, right? Skilled competition. So this is the other side. There's not a lot of competition, but the people who are there tend to be the best. You know, the, the people who get to the top tend to be the best. And so you have to be ready, willing, and able to compete against the best. So expect that if you're gonna charge high ticket offers, suddenly you're being compared to the other people who charge similar fees and that's going to be um, that's going to be the benchmark that you have to live up to. Building a track record. It is hard. Like I said, like I didn't start at twenty thousand. I started at two thousand for this. Um, you have to build a track record of success. Um, but that can happen fairly fast. You have to build this track record of success that the clients are able to look and say, "Oh, you were able to generate X result for this person, X result for that person, X result for that person." All right, cool. Well, I think you can probably generate that result for me too. Awesome. 
Maintaining client relationships uh, is the higher you get into any industry um, that's going to pay high ticket fees for high ticket offers, uh, the more it's going to be based on relationships and the more your reputation is going to follow you around among the small crowd, like the world, um, you know, it's a small world after all, right? Like uh, you're, you're going to experience that it's a very small world when clients are, uh, they all know each other and your reputation is going to follow. So you have to make sure that you're doing a great job of building, growing, and maintaining those client relationships. Here's a big one. Overcoming self-doubt, head trash, you know, feeling like you're defective, feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like you don't deserve uh, whatever amount of money, like all of that. We, You could go to therapy for that and it might be appropriate or you can do a whole bunch of self-help and you, you're going to have to deal with some of this stuff. And some people are going to deal with it by just suppressing it and some people are going to deal with it by facing it head on. But one way or another, this stuff is going to come up, especially if you feel like you are achieving beyond all reasonable expectation, right? And that's loaded language and I'm using it for a reason. If your family expectations or your friend expectations or your, um, you know, your spouse, your loved one expectations, if your uh, cultural or social expectations all define what, you know, reasonable success is and you achieve beyond that, you're going to be dealing with a bunch of flack, either internal or external, that's going to make that harder. And so you have to be ready, willing, and able to deal with that. Continuous learning and improvement. In general, someone who charges high ticket prices, high ticket fees for any service, including copywriting, is expected to be kind of on top of it. They expected to be um, at the front of the field, expected to know what's going on, and expected to be competitive in a competitive marketplace where everybody else is involved in continuous learning and improvement. And connecting with clients in the first time, uh, in the first place, you're going to have to be um, you're going to have to be willing to kind of network into networks of, of people who you are maybe running into self-doubt and head trash when you reach out to them in the first place. You know, you if you doubt whether you are worthy to reach out to this person, if you doubt whether you are good enough to reach out to this person, that's probably the kind of person you do need to connect with. And, um, and, and that can feel like a challenge. It can feel like a roadblock. You're going to have to get through that. Now, here's eight things that clients expect from high ticket copywriters. Number one is proven results. Um, you have to be able to get the results that you promise. And I don't know what your results are, but in general, like I use the terms leads, customers, sales, and profits for the kind of results that clients tend to value. Those are business, like those are business results that are pretty much universally valued, no matter what industry, no matter what product or service type, no matter what your offers are, right? Businesses want more leads, customers, sales, and profits. And if you can show how you're able to get proven results from business for businesses like theirs, that's going to be something that's going to help you easily justify the high ticket fees, the high ticket offer. Expertise and specialization. Most copywriters who charge high ticket fees specialize in one or two industries, one or two types of copy there. They tend to be experts. So for example, uh, being able to do a VSL driven funnel where there's a VSL on the front end, maybe there's uh, one or two upsells or downsells, maybe there's a follow-up sequence, maybe there's some other kind of direct, or it could be um, it could be a product launch formula style launch that you do for clients, or it could be 
any number of systems and, and, and campaign structures that you specialize in, that you have expertise in, as well as the industry, the topic area. If you're learning a topic from scratch, it's gonna be hard for you to charge high ticket prices there. So you might wanna focus a little bit on the types of topics and industries that you, that you um, that you offer your services to. You're expected to do comprehensive research. You're expected to research the market, the product, the people behind the product. You're expected to research good types of copy for this, different comparable like marketing campaign structures, all of that. You're, you're just expected to do substantial research. In the financial world, I was expected to do all sorts of research into stocks and companies and past performance and all of that, right? So you want to be ready and willing to do comprehensive research. Developing a personalized strategy. Every campaign is going to be unique. Even if you're applying kind of a templated campaign type approach to it, you are expected to uh, personalize that in the context of this particular campaign for this particular offer for this particular client, right? And yeah, there's going to be some overlap, but you can't just like slap a new tim slap the same old template on everything and like crank it out. You're expected to deliver high quality copy. Okay, you're expected. Let's let say this again. You're expected to deliver high quality copy. If you have a bunch of obvious errors, anything that makes your copy stand out because it's either, um, you know, overwritten or underwritten, a ton of typos, ton of factual errors. Um, if the copy just isn't very good at all, if the ideas aren't good, if the thinking isn't good, if the structure is off, like all of that stuff is going to create problems if you're trying to have a high ticket copywriting offer. So you're, you're expected to be good at what you do. Also, you're expected to listen to feedback. In almost all cases, uh, clients who pay copywriters into the five, six figures for copy are going to give you feedback. And many of them are great marketers and great copywriters themselves. Some of the best lessons that I've ever gotten in copywriting were, were from people like Mark Ford and Clayton Makepeace and um, let's see, David Deutsch and I, David Galland and um, Dan Kennedy and other people who are actually saying, do this to make your copy better, right? Brian Kurtz. Um, I, I could go back and there's a lot of people who you know, who you don't know as well that I could also name there. But when they said, hey, uh, like, your copy could be improved by doing this. When they gave me that feedback, I listened and I became a better copywriter almost in a moment, right? And if you want to charge high fees, you want to listen to feedback, not just because it's going to make the client happy, but because it's going to lead to better copy and it's going to lead to you being a better copywriter. Meet deadlines. That's next up here. But I have it with an asterisk because um, the best copywriters sometimes, sometimes, uh, are not known for meeting deadlines with like the best of ability. But if you're not going to meet deadlines, you have to communicate that as early and as clearly as possible with your clients. Um, if your project doesn't require a deadline, you still have to figure out how you're going to deliver it in some kind of a timely manner. If your project does require a deadline because there's a scheduled launch, because there is... God forbid you miss a deadline on a direct mail drop. 
Um, anything where there is an actual time component to the campaign, a product launch formula, all of that, right? If there's an expected deadline, you need to meet the deadline. If you are not the type of copywriter who will meet deadlines, you need to work with clients who understand that you're going to deliver the best possible copy, but it won't necessarily be like at exactly the time that they expect, right? Um, or, you know, you have to work with the client on this. But in general, high ticket copywriters are able to meet deadlines. They say, I'm going to get this done by whatever point and you don't make an agreement, you don't make a promise that you're not going to fulfill. Um, direct communication and accessibility. A good client will often leave the copywriter alone for days, weeks at a time, right? But you also have to be available for communication, be responsive to communication, to um, connect with them, to oftentimes there's going to be a series of phone calls early on or Zoom calls or whatever, but all of that is going to be beneficial in terms of offering your high-ticket um, copywriting services. Here's eight quick suggestions for building your high-ticket copywriting offer. Number one, focus on results. A results-oriented approach is, um, it helps the client justify, cost justify, paying you a high fee for your services. So uh, the terminology that I get from Dan Kennedy for this is buying money at a discount. If the client believes that your copy is going to make them a quarter million, a half million, a million dollars, two, three, five, ten million dollars. Um, what is that copy worth? What if if there is a highly reasonable expectation that your copy is going to generate at least, I don't know, at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Is it worth paying you ten thousand dollars for that copy? Is it worth paying you? 15,000. If the client uh, believes that your copy is going to generate a million dollars, what's it worth paying you? If they believe your copy is going to generate $10 million, again, results-oriented approach. So if you focus on generating the valuable business results, then the client is more easily able to cost justify in their own mind, because remember, that's where it matters. You justifying your price doesn't really matter, but them being able to say, yeah, this seems like I'm buying money at a discount, that's what matters, right? And they have to believe. So one client who doesn't have any experience in doing paid traffic and launching funnels and all of that, and they don't have any background there and they've never made a penny with their marketing, that person is gonna to struggle to say, this person's copy is gonna make me a million dollars versus a client who regularly launches half million, million dollar funnels, and some of them go on to two, three, five, ten, or more million dollars. Well, that client's gonna easily say, well, yeah, um, this could easily make us a million dollars, so it's worth whatever percentage of that makes sense for us, right? A data-driven strategy, uh, this ties to the results-oriented approach, like if, if, if you're focused on generating measurable results, you need to be, um, you need to welcome the data that reflects those results, right? And so if your high ticket copywriting offer is designed to generate sales and they say, well, this is generating decent sales, but we seem to have a conversion issue on the order form. Can we mess with the order form and see what we can do to optimize that? Well, that's a great place to continue to just, number one, it's a great place to generate more results, but number two, it's a great place to continue to justify the value of your services. Comprehensive research, um, do just plenty of, re I talked about research before, I'll talk about research again, right? Um, but you need to look at what type of clients, for example, are more likely to pay for 
high ticket copywriters, right? Focus on the industries, focus on the marketing types, focus on all of that that is going to um, justify that the high ticket fee. Conversion focused copywriting, some of these feel a little bit redundant, I suppose, but if your writing style is focused on, like if, if the thinking that goes into your writing is focused on defining the action that somebody needs to take as a result of reading your copy, right? And then you focus your entire copywriting message on getting someone to take that action, that conversion, that action step that needs to happen, then that's going to um, be the type of copy that tends to generate the highest value for clients and, the, and justifies the highest fees. Multi-channel, multi-touch campaigns. When you think in terms of campaigns, oftentimes the results of the entire system is greater than the sum of the parts or um, like if you were to run each one individually, it's not going to generate anywhere near the results of the total system. And so if you focus on how can we how can we make this marketing system more robust, more sophisticated? How can we um, connect with prospects at different points in the buying decision-making process, top of funnel, middle funnel, bottom of funnel? How do we approach the messaging at those different steps? How do we use different channels? How do we engage with them on YouTube and Facebook and uh, Google Display Network, as well as maybe offline or through email? Like, How do we do all of this and make it work together? That's going to help your offer like be way more valuable to clients. Um, being involved with any kind of performance tracking and optimization, again, that, that kind of ties into the data-driven strategy, but um, it, if you are focused on performance and you deliver performance and you help them identify how to track performance and you help them improve performance when it's not up to snuff, then you're going to be even more valuable to them. Testimonials and case studies, um, as you build your high ticket copywriting offer and as you build your reputation as a high ticket copywriter, one of the major things that you can um, that you can do is get those good testimonials and case studies from great clients and say, I generated this result with this person, this result with this person, this result with this person. Here's some examples like all of that is just going to continue to make your uh, perceived value much higher. And then risk mitigation. I've talked about this in the past, like. One of the reasons that it's actually, so um, clients will more readily hire one $20,000 copywriter than 10 $2,000 copywriters to write things that will go against each other, primarily because that one $20,000 copywriter is perceived as being a lower risk than all of the $2,000 copywriters. Um, the 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 expectation is that person has seen enough success and failures that they will tend to avoid the things that are going to fail. They'll tend to do the things that are more likely to succeed. Everybody who's good at marketing realizes you don't know until you put it out in the marketplace. You can be in love with your marketing. You can be in love with your copy. Put it out in the marketplace and it doesn't work, right? Um, but, but someone who has the experience, who's built up a track record, they're perceived as lower risk. The other things that you can do to to enhance the risk mitigation of your offer is to, for example, offer um, to do multiple test panels for different testing. So I will write four leads for the video sales letter instead of one. I'll write eight Facebook ads instead of one or two or whatever. Um, I'll create these different tests that we can run 
and it's all part of the core offer because there is a lower risk of failure when you do that and a higher risk of greater success. And then finally, one critical question to, uh, for high ticket copywriters, can you still do high ticket copywriting in a world of abundant AI? And actually right before recording this episode, I was playing around with ChatGPT and I will, um, I will even admit that I, I use ChatGPT to help me brainstorm some of these, although obviously this, I hope it's obvious, all of this is coming from direct experience in, in the way that I'm reflecting on each of these points. Yeah, uh, ChatGPT, uh, GPT-4, like all of that stuff is helping to walk through some of the thinking process, some of the drafting process of copy, and it's only gonna get better. At this point, AI writing is at the level of a junior copywriter, a copywriting assistant, and I've talked about that in the past, that um, it, it, that it's you have to give it really good directions. You have to be ultra clear about what you want, and even then you're probably not gonna get exactly what you want back from it, and you're gonna have to make some edits, and you're gonna have to like be responsible for fact checking and all of that and you're stylistically you're going to have to you're going to have to play with it or go through multiple drafts to get it to happen and all of that like and all that stuff is going to get better but even so if we go back to if we go back to like one of the core things here that I talked about the suggestions for building your high ticket copywriting offer the results-oriented approach, if ultimately a client is paying for leads, customers, sales, and profits, if you're able to get the copy delivered, create the marketing campaigns that generate leads, customers, sales, and profits, if you're able to give that to them, Regardless of whether you wrote it or AI wrote it, whoever did the first draft, the last draft, the editing, the all of that, right? But if you're able to deliver what generates leads, customer sales, and profits, that is going to continue to be valuable. And maybe, maybe high ticket in the future looks like $5,000 a project for what used to be $25,000 a project, but you have all the prompts in place, all of that, you understand exactly how to churn those out quick. And so what the, the amount of copy may be equivalent to a $25,000 project in the past, but the amount of work may be a fraction of that, right? It may be like, like 125th, right? So um, suddenly you're getting paid so much more for less work because ultimately the goal is to create the, the campaigns, the copy that generates results. Uh, but at the same time, at the same time, when it's all coming down to results, whether you're generating those results for yourself, for your clients, for whoever, right? Um, the results are what's valuable. That's what justifies the high ticket offers. And so yes, you can still do high ticket copywriting in a world of abundant AI. It may look a little bit different. In some cases, you may not actually be the writer at all. You may be editor or copy chief to the AI bots. But yeah, sure, you can. So my call to action for you at the end of this episode, wow, I've gone long. It's already 27 minutes here. Ask yourself how you can use this. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. You can check the links in the description. I'm also going to include a link to the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid, my book on the business of copywriting, as well as my training on high ticket copywriting offers. 
which by the way is relevant if you want to like go deeper into this topic if you want to learn more check out high ticket copywriting offers and that's part of the btms insider streaming library of copywriting marketing courses where you pay one low fee you get instant streaming access to all my training to help you become the type of copywriter who is able to justify those high ticket fees as well as go through that training on high ticket copywriting offers so you can build your own. I'm Roy for this Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I hope you got a ton of value here and I'll catch you again in the next episode. I'll see you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.